Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Unprofessional Athletes. Today, we're going to be talking to Jack Martin about the upcoming NBA Finals. A little disclaimer, we did tape it when there were still four teams in, I guess, the tournament. The Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So some of it is now irrelevant because we do now know who is in the final, but it gave us some time to get everything ready. And so we just taped it a week ahead. So we're going to be having Jack join us. Um, He is, like I said in the podcast, one of my favorite people, and he knows a ton about basketball. He used to have his own podcast where they did a lot of talking about sports kind of in general and basketball was a big thing that they did. He is not doing it anymore because now he's a working person (laughs) and has has a life outside of college. But um, it was really fun to kind of get him back into it. So we are really happy to have him with us today. And he is going to be sharing all his knowledge on the NBA playoffs. Enjoy. All right. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for Unprofessional Athletes. Today, we're going to be talking to one of my favorite people in the whole world, Jack Martin, who's going to be talking and teaching us all the things we need to know about the NBA playoffs. Um, Joining me today is Gerilyn. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Jer was missing from our last podcast because she was on a vacation. Oh, okay. A business trip. I call it a vacation, but it was apparently a business trip. Um, so I have not followed the NBA um, season at all. Have you? Cheers. No, I have not. No. Although I love I love watching basketball. Oh. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about it. Yeah. Jack, have you watched the whole season? Uh, I watched a lot of the season. Me and Rob have our season ticket package. We have like oh, the 20 funny. games. So we'll go to like 10 games a year, but it's been really rough to be a Bulls fan the last few years. So. Oh, all right. We're going to talk about all that good stuff. All right. So I guess we should just um, move along our standard set of questions, which are starting at ground zero. And that is um, who's playing in this final. So right now it's down to four teams. It's the conference finals. So it's the round before the NBA finals. And right now it's the Boston Celtics versus the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference. And then the Western Conference, it's the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers. The Heat are currently up three games to zero. And then in the West, you have the Lakers and the Nuggets. And the Nuggets are up three games to zero. Where are the Nuggets from? Denver. So the Heat and the Nuggets are both one game away from making the NBA Finals because every round is a best of seven. So first one to four advances. And this will be, if the Nuggets make it, it'll be their first ever finals appearance in franchise history. Well, I was going to say, I, I really haven't ever heard anything about the Nuggets. Mm-mm. So is They're it a smaller be- market. They have the best player in the league right now. If you ever heard of Nikola Jokic. No. Tell us about him. Before this season, he'd won back-to-back MVPs. He was drafted in the second round during a Taco Bell commercial. He's a seven-footer from Serbia. Cool. And when he came into the league, he was pretty overweight. He's super slow. 
but as he's progressed, he's like dropped a lot of the pounds, but he still plays super slow. He plays like old man ball. Like if an old guy showed up to the Y and started playing with young guys and just slowed the pace of the game down, but was still like crafty. He can pass like no other big man. He can score. Like he's unbelievable. And he's going up against LeBron, who I'm sure you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old and how old is he? Approximately. Yo, okay, so is he pretty t- young? He's probably like 26, 27. And has he always played for the Nuggets? Always. And does he have a great shot? He's got a bit of a funky shot. He's got a weird game. Like he's a really confusing player to watch because he's this big, super sweaty white guy with a buzz cut, <laughs> super thick Serbian accent. All he cares about is horse racing. Like he's so uninterested in like the fame aspect of it. Like he just goes out there, plays basketball. And when the season's over, he goes home to his farm in Serbia and races horses and like carts. He oh my God. gets the job done, right? He's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he's funding his passion, which is apparently horses. Right? He is the, he is the biggest contract in league history. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. He makes like almost 60 million a year. I'm surprised we hadn't heard of him. <laughs> well, he's in Denver. He's just like an uninteresting player to like the national media. So if you're not right. like a team like the Lakers or the Celtics right. or the, the Golden State Warriors, like you're not going to get that much attention. Yeah. Cause I've heard of lots of other players, but I just haven't heard of him. He's not why, about is he the getting, media life. why is he getting the MVP? Like, what is it about him? Is he just a great all around player? He can play any position. He can do everything. Well, not he's, any un- position, he's unbelievable. But... He's the best yeah. player in the league. Okay. So I'm going to have to watch this guy for sure. He's not the tallest guy though, right? He's about to play in like 30 minutes. Oh, we're Game gonna... four is tonight. Okay. So we're going to speed through this. So yeah, that we can go on and jump but, and watch. When this comes out, the Nuggets are probably in the NBA Finals. Okay, nice. That'd be great. No team, no team has ever come back from a three zero deficit before the finals. Teams yeah, are like a hundred zero and one hundred and forty nine. I think. Wow, and the Lakers have they ever lost? Just straight. What is it? If you get blown out, you don't get a single game. A sweep. They have. The Lakers have had some real rough patches in oh, franchise okay. history. Yeah. Okay. Hey, can we back up? Um, how many teams are there in the NBA? 30. 30. And is it equally divided between East and West? Yeah. 15 and 15. Okay. And is it geographically correct where the teams are in the, the East teams are in the East and the West teams are in the West? Um, for the most part, like all the Cal, there's five California teams. They're all in the West. Like it's pretty evenly split. Like they do a good job. It's not kind of like the NFL or like the MLB where sometimes there's a little mix-ins because of expansion, but there haven't really been too many expansions in the NBA. So it's all pretty like geographically set. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think I remember somebody telling me that one of the teams is from Canada. Could that be? There is. There's one Canadian team, the Toronto Raptors. Okay. Oh, good job, Geraldine. I didn't know that. There used to be two, the Vancouver Grizzlies, but they moved to Memphis. Now they're the Memphis Grizzlies. That's so interesting. I'd love to ask a million questions about that, but we probably should move on. Yeah, we don't want to get too focused on that. All right, so tell me how these four teams got to the playoffs. Did they all four have amazing seasons? Did anybody get kind of lucky? Uh, You could say that the Heat got lucky. The playoff format has changed a little bit in the last few years where it used to be the top eight teams in each conference would make the playoffs and be one through eight would play each other two and seven would play each other and so on. But now they've added it where there's a play in tournament. So seeds nine and 10 from each conference have a shot to make the playoffs. So before the, the actual playoffs start, there's a two game tournament where the ninth and the 10th seed have a chance to get in. The heat were in the play in tournament this year. They lost their first game. In the second game, they played the Bulls. 
and the Bulls blew it in the fourth quarter. Um, But now the Heat are like almost on the way to the NBA Finals. Do you remember hearing about Jimmy Butler when he was on the Bulls? Yeah, yeah. So he's the best player on the Heat, and he just kind of coasts during the regular season a little bit. But then when the playoffs comes, he becomes the best player in the league. And he's just like willed them to this point. So it's like a little bit different now where worst teams can have a shot. Not 100% sure, but I don't think an eighth seed has ever made it to the finals. And a so, play-in team's never made it this far before. Like, this playoffs has been pretty interesting. When the they did that play-in, was it still seven games, the best of seven? That's just so, like, it's teams seven through ten, so seven and ten play. If you win, you advance, and then if you lose, you get another chance to play one more oh, time. Okay. And then if you lose, you're done. Gotcha. It's like a winner go home. So, okay, so the Heat did not have a great season then, obviously. They were fine. Like, I kind of thought the Bulls would beat them in the play-in. Like, there was a, like a hope. And then these other teams, have they been strong? The Celtics? Celtics the Nuggets, have been Lakers. really good. The Nuggets had the best record in the league, I want to say. Okay. So they were good all year. The Celtics were good all year. And the Lakers started like two and 10 and then made some changes to the trade deadline, tweaked their roster. And then they were also a play-in team. So oh, so you two play-in t- teams getting all the way up? Two play-in teams. Never happened before. First time. That's interesting. Yeah. So let's go team by team and let's talk a little bit about like the big players. Who are we going to be watching on the Celtics? Celtics, there's this guy, Jason Tatum. He went to Duke. I want to say he's like 6'5". Or no, I want to say he's like 25. He's like a 6'8", power forward. Um, Really good score. Just like a young guy who came in. He's the leader of the team. He's been a little bit inconsistent, but when he goes off, like he can just drop like 20 in a row. Yeah. Jalen Brown, another guy, good score, good defender, good dunker. Like that's their main duo. Okay. Like those are the two who's like the like the team's really going to focus on. Um, and then for the Heat, Jimmy Butler, former Bull, a lot of heart, just so good. Like he can just turn it on in the playoffs. He's just like a competitor. He's kind of like in the similar nature of Kobe in terms of competitiveness, where okay. he might not be the best player, but he's going to outwork you. Okay. And uh, he has he only played for the Bulls and then the Heat? No, he went, he was on the Bulls, was there for a little bit, got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then he forced his way out of there, got traded to the Sixers. They didn't re-sign him, so he's been on the Heat ever since. And they went to the finals during the pandemic when it was at Disney World. So them, the Heat and the Lakers played in that finals. Okay. And now they're both in the conference finals. So has Jimmy Butler ever won? Has he ever won a championship? No, they lost to the Lakers. He's looking for his first. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in these playoffs right now who are looking for their first championship. Okay, so that's probably part of his passion. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just want to know. Want to know how is, he the, is he the only one we're really watching on the Heat? Uh, and then they got Bam Adebayo, who's a center, who's kind of really put it together. Pretty athletic, good defender, good in the paint. Um, and then they're actually pretty interesting because they have a lot of undrafted players on their roster who play like a really big part. And that's super uncommon. A lot of teams will have like maybe a couple undrafted guys, but it's tough to go from undrafted to an NBA roster. And there's these things called lottery picks where it's like the coveted picks one through 14 in the draft. And the Heat have more undrafted players on their team than lottery picks. So, the so they're kind of like a, they're a total underdog story. If they pull this off, like an eighth playing team with a ton of undrafted players, putting it all together. So are there undrafted players like real newbies? Are they really young kids or have they been there for a little while? They're kind of, they're a group of guys who've been there for a little bit and maybe okay. we're good in like the G league, which is like the minor leagues. 
like guys who just kind of like didn't ever really get a chance. And now that they've put it together and just kind of like their team just works really well. All right. So that's them. And then how about the Lakers? You got LeBron, uh, who's actually starting to show some signs of age for the first time. And he used to play for the Heat, right? Yeah. He won two titles on the Heat. He won two championships with the Heat. And then he played for somebody else too, didn't he? He started on the Cavs, went to the Heat, went back to the Cavs. Okay. And now he's on the Lakers. Um, And how old is he? He's 38. He's in his 20th season. Wait, he's 38? Mm -hmm. Is that old? Really old. Like, especially in the year 20, no one's ever been as, like, he's still really good. Like, he's still considered, I mean, he's the best player on the Lakers, but he's in year 20 and he has pretty much a broken foot. And he has for a while. He's just like kind of willing himself back. Like, he's not at 100%, but he's kind of looking slow, which, you know. Is not great. related to the foot? Like, was he starting no, to No, totally is. Like, he's just oh. like looking old, but he was drafted when I was in preschool. So, yeah, right. He's been playing forever. Yeah, he used to be so explosive. Like, he's just, I think he's the best player of all time. But he. Oh, better than Michael Jordan? Yeah. I wasn't alive for Jordan, really. So. Mm-hmm. I never saw Jordan play. I've seen LeBron play in person. It's wild. Ooh, but he love- just like, he doesn't have those bursts anymore. Like he'll bring it out every once in a while, but he just doesn't have it like anymore. Yeah. You know, that guy's going home and he's like putting on the Ben Gay mm-hmm. and he's sitting in like an ice bath. The amount of, well, probably he's the only reason he's been in the league for so long is because they estimate that he spends like a million dollars of his own money every year on his, just his body and recovery and like all that stuff. Like he goes a complete extra mile to like take care of his body. He doesn't really, he's starting to get hurt more, but that's just because of mileage. Yeah. But before that, like he never was really out. Well, he's, and he's a huge guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's six, nine. Like he was, yeah. a, he could have played in the NFL. Like people yeah. would say he could have been like a wide receiver. Like he's a big dude. Is he the only one that we're looking at at the Lakers? They're an interesting team because they changed pretty much their whole roster at the trade deadline, which is not an uncommon thing for LeBron to do because he kind of gets saying that if team's not up to his standard, he'll make sure that they kind of trade whoever they need to. So they got him. They got Anthony Davis, who's from Chicago. He's got the unibrow. You've probably seen him in like Russell's oh, commercials. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, I, I remember him from college. Yeah. In Kentucky. He was a big deal. Yeah. 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 I remember him. His nickname's AD. People have been calling him uh, alternative days lately because he's super inconsistent. (laughs) I'm sure he does not like that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been playing too good. Like he's kind of supposed to be the idea of when they traded for him was that he was going to be the one that kind of learns from LeBron is the one that's primed to take over when he starts to get old. So he, LeBron can take a little bit of a backseat and he just like has been able to step up when he's good. He's really good. Yeah. He's one of the best players in the league. All and right, then so- they have uh, this guy I would definitely keep an eye on because he'll surprise you. His name is Austin Reeves. He's this white guy who starts. LeBron loves him. LeBron always has a white guy on his team that he like loves because he just has a super high basketball IQ. But he's been stepping up. He was a second round guy. He's making himself like $90 million right now. I honestly am not 100% sure what college he went to. He's American, which makes it even like more surprising mm-hmm. that he's like this good. But he's been stepping up. Like they have a decent amount of guys, uh, but it kind of is going to turn to, I think, Anthony Davis a lot tonight. And oh, LeBron. Okay. Like it's always those two. Like if those two can't get it together, then you're not going to beat the Nuggets. Yeah, right. All right. And on the Nuggets, who are we looking at? Nikola Jokic and then Jamal Murray, their point guard, number 27. He's a great scorer, great three-point shooter. He's had a couple times in the playoffs where he'll just, he's not playing super good. And then in the fourth quarter, he'll just go on a crazy run for like six minutes and can't, like can't miss. 
So interesting that you said that we don't see it very much from Americans. Do you feel like these teams are made by people from outside the country or do you feel like these teams like Um, like do people from other countries generally come here to play basketball in college or do they stay overseas and then come here? Well, there's a, overseas is a lot different because you can start playing pro when you're like 14. So like oh. a lot of these European guys have just, they've already been professionals for four or five years. The NBA is the best league, but it's so hard to make. And there's other leagues around the world that are also really good. Like the Euro League is the second best league. The European players are really good, but you have like Giannis Antetokounmpo on the Bucks. He started playing professionally super young. Guys in Spain will play super young. So like come over because you can make a lot of money here too. Mm-hmm. Some guys will kind of just like be stars over there and the style of play is a lot different. So they'll maybe come over a little bit later in their career. But now like a lot of players are just kind of opting to not even go to college because the competition could be like overseas or they have different kind of teams popping up that you can try out. It's kind of just like chasing the money right now. Can you make more money overseas or are we paying the most? It depends on what school you go to because bigger schools will have more boosters who are willing to like pay more for that. People like sponsors, like you can get picked up by like a Nike, like LeBron's kids going to USC next year. I heard that. I think he's projected to, I think it's between like five and 10 million. He's going to make five to $10 million while he's in school. Yeah. Is he really is that good? I think he's pretty good, but he also has like a huge social media following. Like he's famous in his own right. So like he's worth a lot to a lot of brands. I don't know. Like be as good as his dad. No, the bar is set way too high. Yeah. Well, did LeBron James go to college? Because I heard them say something like, I think his son's name is Bronny or whatever. And I thought Mm -hmm. that they said he was the first one to go to college. Yeah, he went straight out of high school. They changed it in like 2005 or 2006. Okay. So you used to be able to go straight out of high school. LeBron did that. A couple other guys did. Um, And I think the owners changed it up a little bit because there'd be some high up picks and a lot of hype for a guy to high school and then he gets to the league and they're just not good. So it was definitely a gamble. So they want the guys to get at least a year of experience. Uh, but now they're just kind of changing it where you just have to be 19 or one year removed from college to be draft eligible. There's just a lot of good like foreign guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's only like one or two players that went to like American universities that are considered to be a top 10 prospect this year. Yeah. And then do we get a lot of kids from American universities going over there if they can't get into the NBA? A lot of guys will go overseas. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys will, like won't even like they'll enter their names in the draft. Maybe they'll get like a, a summer league deal, play for a little bit. But overseas is definitely a huge alternative because there's only 4,000 people that have played in the NBA over the last 70 years. Like it's really hard. Right. So you said earlier that um, it's a different style of ball in overseas. Is it less, you know, aggressive? How is it different? Basketball's changed in the United States a lot in the NBA in the last like six, seven years because of players like Steph Curry, who kind of just like made it. So everybody has to be a bit of a good shooter. So teams play super fast now. They take a lot of threes, super high scoring. There's still like defense, but there's less of an emphasis on it. Like the pace is just so much higher than it has been. And then Europe's just like a bit slower, different ball movement. Like I think they have maybe a little bit of different rules like regarding defense and like hand positioning. But yeah, it's changed a lot. It's just like super fast now. Teams will score like 120 points now. Are they? Do you think they'll do something to slow the game down or are they just going to let it keep going? I don't think you can. Like they've gotten so good. 
the players are so good now and they're so athletic. Um, like the league's more talented than it's ever been. Like these guys are so good. They're getting, they, a lot of these guys know they're going to be pro when they're 14 and just get like the necessary training. And do you think that they're some of the best athletes of all the sports or do you, or would you argue that there are other sports where you have to be more skilled? I don't know. It's kind of, it's tough to compare because there's so many different roles too. You can have in basketball, like Jokic is, you wouldn't consider him to be like an athletic player. He's pretty slow. Like he grinds the game down to his own pace. And there's like, I don't know, some guys can play like kind of fat. Like the NBA is like kind of interesting. It depends on the player. That happened a lot in like the 90s and 2000s. I don't know. Cause they can, if a lot of these guys want to go play like football and be a wide receiver, like their verticals crazy. But I think a lot of athletes sometimes choose to play basketball because unlike a football, you can get hurt, but you're not going to be getting concussions. Sure. Baseball is like a different kind of athleticism. I think soccer, you probably need to have an insane amount of skill. But in the NBA now, I'd say that players are a lot more skilled. Like you don't see too many players that get a lot of playing time just because they're big and kind of a bruiser. Like in like the 80s and 90s, just have a huge white guy out there who just knocks people around. Like you don't really have that as much. Like you got to be able to dribble it or shoot. Like you can't go out there super unprepared and just be a body out there. Like you got to do something. Um, are there a lot of differences in how the NBA plays versus the NCAA? Are the rules a lot different or are they pretty similar? The shot clock's different. They have a longer shot clock in college. I'm personally not like the biggest fan of college basketball. I'll watch it in March, but like I can't, like I won't sit down and watch like a regular season game. Like it's so different. It's so fundamental. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys out there just like stink. Like, oh, so it's not compared to the NBA. Yeah, like you're watching an NBA game, these are the best players in the world. Like they're all super good. And then in that NCAA, like there's one guy who's going top five in the draft, and there's another guy who's going to be an accountant in six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So it's like, it's pretty big. I mean, I don't know. I know a lot of people be like, oh, I like college better. It's more fundamental. It's like real basketball. But I personally, I would rather watch the best players do like crazy drill moves, take a lot of threes, do crazy dunks. Like I like that. Like it's an entertainment product. I like there's so much drama in the league. These guys are so petty now and have such big demands. In the NCAA or in the NBA? In the NBA. There's so much drama. It's like the best soap opera on TV. There's always (laughs) drama every day. What a good perspective. I'm going to look at it from that. that Yeah. What's going on? Give us a little little tidbit. I mean, guys are always requesting trades. That's a big thing now. Like they'll just be like, yeah, I don't want to play here anymore. And then can they say, I want to play for this team instead? Yeah, they can try to force their hand there. Um, There's a really good player on the Grizzlies who unfortunately keeps flashing guns on Instagram live. League's not not too happy. I think I heard about that. Yeah, like he's facing a pretty hefty suspension. The playoffs themselves, like these two 3-0 leads that are going on right now, that's a pretty big deal. No one really saw that coming. Like it was kind of primed. It looks like we were primed to get a Lakers-Celtics finals matchup. And that's like the matchup. That's the NBA matchup. Like, yeah, I feel a- like that was my whole youth. Exactly. Like every generation had one. We had one when I was in like fourth and fifth grade. The Lakers and Celtics played back to back. So like it felt like we were kind of due for another one. It's been 13 years or something like that. Who does Vegas have favorite to win? It's a good question. I don't know now. Who do you uh, think is going to win? If I had to guess, probably the Nuggets. But I don't know. I thought the Lakers were going to win. I had $2.50 on Lakers to win the Western Conference Finals. Darn it. Wow. You lost that two fifty. It hurts. Yeah. Every loss of bets, more money gone. That's true. Now you gotta make five bucks to make up that two fifty that you just fall down that rabbit hole. I'm gonna delete I delete I keep it for like a month at a time. Okay. 
there's I no, had, there's if no I had clear. to guess right now, I mean, I don't think either of these teams is coming back from a 3-0 deficit. Okay. The only time it's ever happened is in the finals and LeBron did it. Okay. So that's going to mean that the Nuggets are going to play the... Nuggets heat. Uh, if I had to guess right now, I would pro- I would have to say the Nuggets. Okay. Have we talked already about when that final game is, the championship game? No. I thought it was this weekend. I think it starts... I think the actual finals will start on June 1st. Okay. So oh, okay. Seven-game series. So theoretically, it could go for like three weeks. The playoffs last for a while. The playoffs can last for about a little over two months. All right. Um, all right, Jer. Go ahead and with some of your magic questions. Oh, how many how many players are on an NBA team typically? Because there's only ever what five on the court at a time. One, I think it's like I think it's twelve, and then you'll have a kind of couple. They have like two way players who spend most of their time in the G League and can I think suit up for like twenty or thirty NBA games. But it's usually like a core rotation. Like especially in the playoffs, it gets smaller. They cut down to like eight or nine of their best guys who are going to actually see the court. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So can you? Can you roster? You can just roster a set number of players, but do some of those players never actually play? Oh, yeah. The Heat have a guy who might be in like his 21st season, um, but he's basically a coach. But he wears a uniform? Yeah, like he could hypothetically go out there. What's his name? Udonis Haslam. Has he ever played? Yeah, yeah, he used to play. He's just like, he's old. He's, I think he's. So why aren't they just making him a coach? Um, He's been on his, he's been on the team the whole time, like his whole career. So a lot of times they'll keep guys around. It's just kind of like a legacy thing. You know, like they've been there the whole career. They get paid well. And it's a spot that like, you're not going to play. Like the guy who would replace him is also not going to play. So you might as well have a good veteran presence, guys who've been in the finals. So a lot of times, like those end of the bench slots will be slotted for guys who are who once were really good and played a lot. But now they'll come out, get a few minutes here and there. But they're mostly just there to like teach the younger guys, especially if you're on like a young, you have a young team, you're building around younger guys. You want some older veterans. How many games do they play in a season? 82. Wow. So are they playing a few times a week? Yeah, it starts season starts in October end in April and then the playoffs can go until June. So if you're in on like a good team that goes to the finals and plays a lot of games, like you can play, you play like a hundred games in a season. And are you always playing the best out of X number of games or do you just go from city to city and play one game here and one game there? You just go like city to city. You play each team in your own division, like your own division four times. And then the other teams, some you might play one time, others two times, maybe three. It just kind of depends on how the schedule works out. So everybody is playing everybody else. Like you yeah. play all the other 29 teams. Yeah. So that's different from football because aren't there some teams in football that never play each other during the season? Yeah. There, and there's just like le- and there's just like less games. Yeah. And then baseball, you play like four game series. So like you might play one team once and you're mostly, they play like mostly within conference, but the NBA switches it up. And when they play an opposing team, do they play one game at their home court and one game traveling? Usually there's usually a split if you're playing multiple times. Yeah. Cause a lot of it too is like selling tickets. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Good point. All the players are wearing this number six on their jerseys. Do you know what that is? It's for Bill Russell. Oh, um, I know that name. Is he dead? Yeah. yeah, he died before the season. Oh, okay. And he, not sure off the top of my head, I think he probably has, I think he has the most finals victories as a player and yeah. coach. Um, oh, he yeah. also coached? 
he was a player coach at one point. Oh, who did um, he play for? I feel like he played for one of the big teams. Celtics. Oh, I was going to guess that. Yeah. It's like most of their championships came with him. I want to say he won 11. Yeah. I want to say he won 11 championships. Wow. Is that the record? Do you think? I think it, I think it is. I'm pretty sure he has the record. Oh. And then the Celtics have the most finals as a franchise. It's them and the Lakers. I think they have the Lakers by one right now. Or the Lakers just tie them. Okay. But those are like the two. I mean, they're the two most like storied franchises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what the record is for the most points scored in a game by one like player? Any game? Yeah, by one player. Like uh, Will, Will Chamberlain scored 100. In one game. Yeah. Has anybody ever come close probably to Probably in the 60s. Kobe got 81. Really? Yeah, Kobe had 81, and that's the closest. A couple guys now this year scored 70. Okay. So, like, they're kind of creeping up there, but, I mean, it's really, like, 100 points is that's really, crazy. really hard. Like, it's probably never going to be done again. I know. When you divide that up to the number of minutes in a game, that's, like, everything. Yeah, right. You have, to, you have to score more than two points a minute. How long is a game? I don't even know. 48 minutes for 12 minute quarters in the playoffs, especially a lot of like fourth quarters can take forever. Right. It's just like fouling and timeouts. Um, so it just kind of depends. Are the, are the paychecks as big in basketball as they're in football and do they have like they, team limits? The paychecks in basketball are so much higher than the NFL. Really? Oh yeah. The NBA, if you want to make money in professional sports, you Try to play in the NBA. They make stupid money now. Like is there, NFL no players, limit? So there is a limit. There is so there's a there's a salary cap. Guys, now I think it just jump. The guy Jason Tatum that we were talking about earlier. I want to say his contract that he's eligible to sign his extensions like five years, three hundred and ten million. Like in that ballpark, um, there is a salary cap. But there's like rules around it, and you can go over the salary cap, but you have to pay a tax on it. Who does the The team team or the player, the the team owner. Okay. So that's kind of what screws over the small market teams. Cause a lot of times like you're not competing with a guy in a huge city who has unlimited cash to burn and wants to win a championship and is like, spend whatever you want. We'll cover it and we'll figure it out, but they make a ton of money and it just keeps going up. It's the highest paying. I think NBA players on average make the most of the major professional sports. Um, but I think like now like it's not uncommon for guys to start getting 50 million a season. I don't understand that. I don't understand. Why are they getting so much money? Is are they it's making- a global it's a global game. And so it's like unlike pay fourteen players and they have twice as or why. It's just like it's so it's like unlike games. Like American football. Oh, like, I guess it's only it's in America. Not, yeah, it's only popular in America. And then the NBA is super popular in China, Europe. China, like China loves the NBA. So that's a huge market right there. Oh, um, I didn't realize that. It's no, a su- it's a super global game. It's kind of like soccer in the sense of like you don't really need like you don't need that much to play it. And then the NBA just done a really good job marketing themselves, the athletes. The one way you can look at it is that they're pretty much the only professional athletes in like the big American leagues where you can see their whole face the entire game. So like, you know what they look like, you know what they look like when they're playing. You kind of get to understand their personalities, whereas football, they're behind a mask. Baseball, they have a helmet or a hat on. Hockey, they're just like buzzing around. Like you have insane visibility on NBA players. And if you're sitting courtside, they're right there. Yeah, There's no separation between the players and the fans. So there's just like, there's so much visibility on them. Pretty big stadiums that like, 
and it works out for like sponsorship deals because everybody knows what these guys look like. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Okay, that does just, make yeah. sense. I wonder what their salary cap is. We're going to have to look into that. You don't know what I that think. is, do you? The salary cap right now is $134 million. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. 162 tax. Well, there's not that many guys who make like 60 mil. Oh. Like there's like the group of guys who can, they're called max contract. So it's like, this is the highest amount that a player can make. Like you can't just be like, I want LeBron. He's a free agent. I'm going to offer you four years, 400 million. Like they want to like even the playing field a little bit. Because there was a time like this last decade where the finals weren't close. Like every year you knew who was going to be and you knew it was going to be the Cavs and LeBron or the Heat because LeBron made 10, maybe 10 or 11 straight finals. Wow. So you knew every year LeBron was going to be in the finals. And then the Warriors the last decade have been in five or six championships. So you kind of always knew. And a lot of like super teams were forming. Guys were starting to team up with each other. And there just wasn't any, there was no parity in the league. Like you knew it was going to happen. Whereas this year we have a ton of surprises. Things have kind of evened out a little bit. They're trying to add contract incentives to keep players on the team. Cause in the NBA, like unlike the NFL, your contract's fully guaranteed. Where you like NBA, you sign a $50 million contract, you're getting 50 mil. In the NFL, you might sign for $50 or 50 million with $28 million guaranteed plus incentives that could get you up to 50. Oh. So that NBA is a fully guaranteed. So whatever you sign for, you're getting that money. And a lot of guys you'll see sometimes will ball out, get their money, maybe kind of take a step back. Or there's players who will get offered $80 million extension before the season starts. They turn it down. They're like, I'm a bet on myself, stink it up. And next year they sign like one year, 5 million. So that's wow. kind of an interesting dynamic about it. The contracts are a big part of it. Cause now guys, like you make so much money. Yeah. So if you're looking at these guys sitting on a bench, you could have one guy sitting on the bench making 60 million. And then what do you think is the like smallest contract? It kind of depends. Like if you're on a two way contract, you're not making that much money. Like the G league. I think if you're a full-time G league guy, you might get maybe like 70 grand now. Oh, okay. But that's still, I mean, that's not a bad living, just a living. to play basketball. Not bad. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, there is differences too. Like it depends if you're on a rookie contract where you got drafted. Um, cause the rookie contracts aren't huge. Like you got to earn that. Yeah. Like that extension. You want to get that rookie extension and get paid on that. Um, but then you might have, I want to say that they have like the mid level that's up to like 10 million now. Like they make wow. like everyone on the bench for the most part, except for a couple guys are millionaires doing what they love too. Wow. I, pretty cool. I wish I'd had taller children. <laughs> a lot of them don't love it though. That's the interesting thing about the NBA. Really? They don't Talk like playing about that. No, a lot of them, like it's a money league. A lot of them are just trying to get paid. Like they're really good at basketball. Like there's guys who kind of just like stars and they like the spotlight playing in the right. big market they're making money they like the instagram posts and like the pregame outfits like there's that side to it like the show and then there's guys who just go in there they want to play basketball they want to be the best they want to kill everybody they go against right so like there's like different dynamics too like on teams on mesh where there's guys who they want to win a championship and there's maybe a guy who's kind of getting some fame going to his head and he's enjoying it maybe kind of losing focus from basketball, Beta Kardashian, like stuff like that. Like how mad would you be if you were like a basketball guy and all you wanted to do was win a championship and then you got some knucklehead who just wants to be a famous reality TV star. A I could see the drama. On to that. Yeah. Like a lot of teams will catch on to that too. Like reality can hit players like pretty fast. Like one day you can be the talk of the town and the next, like it's over. 
Like yeah. there's a guy in the Grizzlies who's super cocky. Same as Dylan Brooks. They would always dance coming out of the tunnel. And then when they played the Lakers, he was like, I'm not worried about guarding LeBron. He's old, whatever. And then LeBron dominated him. And then after the series, it came out that the Grizzlies will not be having him back under any circumstances. So like, there's a lot of stuff like that. Like there's a lot of trash talk. Not that many fights. Like none of them are really about like fighting. Like they'll get in each other's faces. There might be some pushing, but not a lot of fighting. Ever since the fan got punched like 20 years ago, they've really tried to rein it in. All right, Jerry, you got anything else for a man, Jack? I have learned so much. Thank you, Jack. All right, Jack. I have learned so many things and I'm going to go and start watching this playoff so that we can see if you're right. I'm kind of hoping now for the Nuggets just because you seem to like the Nuggets. So I'm going to pick them. Yeah, if I have to pick right now, if if it's going to be a Nuggets Heat Finals, I'm going to say Nuggets... Nuggets in five games. Okay. All right. I like it. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree as well. Oh, okay, good. We're going to all agree on that. Um, thank you for your time, my friend. I appreciate it. I loved seeing you. Loved hearing about all your MBA knowledge. Appreciate it. It was nice to come out of retirement for a little bit. Yeah, I love it. Maybe you can get your podcasting bug back. We'll see. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, have a great night. Yeah. You too. Take care. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Bye. Professional athletes. And now we're back for the recap. So today I'm with my bestie, Tara. Hi, everyone. And she is going to lead us on this adventure. First of all, he's so nice. So nice. Yeah. I've never met him before, but I've just heard a lot of good things about him. And you I actually did meet him. When? Oh, my birthday. You met him at your 21st birthday. No, my 30th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a 21st birthday. Oh, my gosh. I... It was your 30th birthday. No, you met him there. Oh, my gosh. He was there with the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy band night, everyone. It was boy band night, (laughs) and they loved it. So much fun. Oh, my gosh. And I just want to tell everyone that um, for my 30th birthday, it's like all my friends, a lot of my cousins, and then I made Cindy come. She brought a friend, and then she corralled her daughter and a bunch of her daughter's friends to come meet us at the bar for boy band night. And then Cindy bought us all a round of shots. Yes, I, I'm still paying for that <laughs> round of shots. <laughs> shots in the city are more expensive than at shots at U of I. For sure. All right. Um, so I do want to talk a little bit about the history of the NBA Finals because there was a lot of information that I had no idea. So apparently in the 1940s, did you know that there were two basketball leagues? Did you really ask me if I knew that? Because you know the answer is no. Okay, well, I don't know. So there was the NBL, which is the National Basketball League, and then there was the BAA, the Basketball Association of America. In 1949, the two leagues decided to merge, and then they formed the NBA. So it started out a little rocky, though, because some of the teams that were established dropped out. They didn't want to be a part of it. But then in 1955, the league started that 24-second shot clock. So if you've ever watched... um, Wait, was there an unlimited amount of time you could just hold the ball forever? Yes. So there was so much stalling and passing. Mind-numbing. Yes. So it was so slow. So now the game is a lot faster because they have that 24-second shot clock. When the ball's in your possession on your side of the court, you need to take a shot within 24 seconds. If it hits the rim and you get the offensive rebound, clock resets. Yada, yada. So it made the game a lot faster paced, more exciting to watch. There's 30 NBA teams currently, 29 in the U.S., and then one in Canada. I literally had no idea there was a Canadian team. I guess I just never thought about it. They won the finals a couple years ago, I think. 
Who was it again? Toronto. Oh, Raptors. Raptors, yeah. And a fun fact, apparently it's pronounced Toronto. Like, like what did I say? Like that last T is silent. Oh. That's how the Canadians say it, apparently. I wish I could do a Canadian accent because I do love it, but I can't. Oh, I have no idea. All right. Um, so a little bit of history. The Boston Celtics and the LA Lakers have the most championships this, Yes, 17. This does, yeah, this does not surprise me because I feel like my whole youth, mm-hmm. my whole youth was the Celtics and the Lakers. Right, right. Um, the Celtics have the record for eight in a row, 1959 to 1966. The Warriors have seven. Not in a row, just total. And then the Bulls, of course, have six, the two three-peats with Michael Jordan. Right. And you've never watched The Last Dance, have you? No, I did did watch it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I did watch it. And, you know, I was alive for the whole Bulls thing. Were you Mm -hmm. alive? Yeah, I was alive. I remember. So I was, like, young, but I remember when anytime the Bulls would play, we would go into my basement where we had, like, a big TV, and then we would just, like, watch the games as a family. We watched all those games. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, sadly, I never got to go. I really wanted to go. I can't. I can't remember if we ever went. We probably didn't. Um, you know, the, and the Bears were really good mm-hmm. kind of before, a little bit before that time. We had a, we had a few good, really good years. You know, the, the baseball teams were never that great. Mm-hmm. But when the Bulls came around, that was a big deal. Right. So the regular season has 82 games, which is... So many. Unreal. Yeah, so many. So many games. Um, and then he kind of talked about how the teams make the playoffs. Did yes. you understand that? Um, yes. I Well, it was kind of a little bit, well, maybe I didn't. So the top six teams in each conference make the playoffs automatically. Yes. And then seven through ten have to play in play-ins. Okay. So I, for some reason, I felt like it was just nine and ten. So, so that's seven plays eight. Okay. And then the winner of that gets the seven seed. Okay. And then nine and ten play. And then the loser of that mat of that game is just out. Oh. So then the winner of the nine ten and the loser of the seven eight play for the final seed. And oh, they're eight. Okay, I did not get that at all. Yes. Okay. Yes. In the NBA finals we have Miami Heat. Yes. And the Denver Nuggets. Yes. So the Denver Nuggets, this is their first time ever making the NBA finals. Are they one of the original programs or are they a newer program? I don't know how long they've been around, but the NBA Finals have been around since, like, the 50s. Yeah. So 70 years is a long time to not make an NBA Finals. Right. Um, but they have Nikola Jokic, Oh, I think is how you, you say his name. If you pronounce that, it sounds like you pronounced it right. Yeah, I had to um, look up some YouTube videos to figure out the pronunciation because <laughs> I wanted to be appropriate. But he was a two-time NBA MVP. Not this season, but the two previous seasons. I literally, have, I know that it's going to horrify people. I've literally never heard of him. I hadn't heard, of, I haven't watched a lot of basketball until like these playoffs. Like I normally only watch the finals. I don't really watch the regular season and I had no idea who he was. Well, it sounds like he is kind of anti-social media. So I'm sure that's part of it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't kind of, you don't watch. Right. Then you're probably not going to have hear, heard of him because mm-hmm. he's not kind of everywhere. The Western Conference, which is... They're the Western Conference champions. It was pretty easy. They, oh. yeah, they. They were, they were like clearly dominant for the whole season. Yeah, they swept. Well, they swept the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, so they yeah. went 4-0 straight. Yeah, and that's like LeBron, Anthony Davis. So they swept them. Wow. Yeah, 4-0. And then the Eastern Conference Finals that just ended this week, and the Miami Heat ended up beating the. 
Boston Celtics, but they're like a story all on its own because they are the eight seed. Miami, the Miami Heat. They were the eight seed. And in the first round, they took out the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round, and they were the one seed. Oh, and my daughter loves that team. Really? Yeah, because because it's easier to go see a Bucks game from Chicago, and it's cheaper. So they do a lot of Bucks games. So they became the first eight seed to win a playoff series against the one seed. Mm Mm-hmm. And then this playoffs also marked the first time two teams seeded seventh or lower won a playoff series in a single postseason. That was by the Heat and the Lakers. Yes. They also were up 3-0. Right. And that's, I think, where we had left off last mm-hmm. week. So they were up 3-0. Everyone kind of assumed that they were going to And take Jack it home. was like, no way. Right. And then the Celtics didn't go away. They pushed it to a game seven, and they were the fourth team ever in history to push a game seven after being down 3-0. That's pretty crazy because, you know, I mean, I I know that they're professional athletes, so I don't, I'm assuming they don't get real cocky and they know that kind Mm -hmm. of anything can happen, but to come back and win three games, that other team must have been freaking out. But then in game seven, it was not that close. Oh, it was not close. No. Okay. And did they play at home again or were they in Boston? No, they were in Boston. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Which I feel like, I don't know, I feel like if I'm a team and I'm either winning the NBA final or like winning the Eastern or Western Conference finals, like obviously you want to win at home, but like to go to the other team's home court where it's like packed of all of their fans and to like silence a crowd of like tens of thousands of people has to be Amazing. Yeah. Just well, and I'm assuming they planned level. it that way because they assume they would not get to that game seven. So yes. I'm assuming you always end with like the losers team. So a playoff series, I actually know this. So there's always a pattern of where they play each of the games. So the higher seed starts first and then you play two at home. So that's an advantage. Two away. Okay. And then one, one, one back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so the that higher seed is getting multiple advantages. Mm-hmm. So the team with the regular season higher record yeah. gets that advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they always, so this is a little bit different. Are they going to play at home and away again for the finals? They don't have like a neutral, like no, a Super Bowl so thing? they're going to do the same thing. Okay. So I don't know who has the better record, but they'll do the 2-2. Two, two, one, one, one. And I'm assuming that's because they play more than one game mm-hmm. so that you can play at home. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a Super Bowl. Right. One and done. Is one and done. Yeah. Any fun facts on our players? I don't know about you, but Jimmy Butler, he's the man. Well, you know, the, the Bulls players always, except for Michael Jordan, you know, they seem to get better when they go away. Actually, I feel like it's a Chicago thing. Like, we have these players, and people are like, boo, let's get rid of them, and then we get rid of them, and then they go somewhere else, and, and become they're a star. amazing. Yeah. Because that happens on the Bears all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm a big fan of his. I liked him when he was on the Bulls. Is he old now? I don't think he's that old. I feel like I've had that name around forever. I'm going to look it up right now. But it's also, I feel like when he was on the Bulls, he was like the Scottie Pippen to Derrick Rose. Like, I feel like more of the... Sidekick? Yeah. And now... Is he their best player? He's the guy. Because whenever I think of the Miami Heat, I'm always still thinking of LeBron James. Right. And um, the... What, what do they call themselves? Oh, the big three. Oh, who's the big so three? So the big three. So Miami Heat, they have three NBA Finals championships in 2005, 
2012 and 2013. Okay. And the 12-13 seasons, they had the big three. So that was LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Oh, and I've heard of all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade is retired now, right? Yeah, he's married to Gabrielle Gabriel Union. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, I'm looking up Jimmy Butler's age. He's six. Jimmy Butler is 6'7". Wow. Holy cow. I didn't think that he looked that tall. He probably is short because I feel I like I think they're just else, all tall. They're all tall, right. So that they all just look normal size. Oh, he's 33. Is that old? Mm, I mean, if he's 33, he could potentially have been playing since he was 18. Well, LeBron is 38. So maybe that is kind well, of Well, he's geriatric. Didn't I think that uh, I think yeah. Jack said he was trying to wait for his kid to get in the NBA so they could That play would together. be so cool. That would be amazing cuz I'm sure that's never happened. Right. I wonder if there's any sport where like a father and a son have been able to play a season on the same team. Mm-hmm. I would guess no. Yeah, cuz his son is going to USC. Yes. And then like I was reading or I was like watching videos or TikToks or something and it was like whoever ends up drafting him like they're going to get LeBron too. But he he does he have to even do a year? No. Oh yes, they do have to do a year, right? right? Or you have to do that petition thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I think he is probably going to want to play in college. I don't think Yeah, do you think he'll do the 4 years? I don't think he'll do 4 years, but I don't think he's that good. Like I think he's just LeBron's son. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, who you got? I know you know zero. Oh, okay, about- so who do I got? Yeah, this is going to be, well, I think I'm going to go, I like an underdog. So I'm just going to say the Nuggets, just because I think that would be fun. I'm sure you won't pick them because you're going to want to probably go with Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah, I'm absolutely not picking the Nuggets. I'm definitely going with the Heat. Okay. Um, I'm going <laughs> to stick with the Nuggets. All right. I have a cousin that lives there. I'm sure it's fun for Denver in how many games? Oh, um... Six. Ooh. I'm going to go heat in... Wait, can that be a thing? Can it go... Can it take six? Yeah, four and two. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, you can just go back and forth. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Until someone gets four. Oh, um, I'm going to do heat in seven. Oh, you think it's going to go all the way? I don't know. Okay. More basketball. More fun. Yeah, but the... Okay. The Nuggets, I mean... Swept the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I think that... You're going to be yeah, hard-pressed. No, I, don't reconsider. No, I'm not going to reconsider. I just have faith in Jimmy Butler. One guy? One guy. Okay. And Duncan Robinson. Who's he? He's the guy that shoots all the time. All right, everyone. We're so excited for the NBA Finals that are going to be starting soon. Yeah. And we hope you learned something. And we'll hopefully be back this summer. We have a couple of things brewing. Mm-hmm. So follow us on Instagram. And have a great one. Bye, everyone.